The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is Joe Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Mightier as your humble host on the Ocho. It is a Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and we hope that you are ready because the Dallas Cowboys are playing their first divisional game of the season on Sunday and it's not just a game amongst two teams within the NFL's most historic division their most illustrious division in 2020 right NFC East anybody no 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 this is a homecoming of sorts that's right this Sunday when the Dallas Cowboys host the New York Giants a rare NFC East game on CBS throws it back to the old days but when they host the G-men they will, in fact, be having a homecoming of sorts. I don't know if there's a plan. Uh, when Tony Romo returned, there was a video, the same sort of thing with Jason Witten before he came back uh, for an actual homecoming. <laughs> but I don't know what the situation is going to be for Jason Garrett on Sunday afternoon, but the New York Giants offensive coordinator will be coaching his first game against the Dallas Cowboys and serving as their head coach for almost a decade. It will be fun. It will be terrifying. It will be exhilarating. And it will ultimately be petrifying because that is the way that the 2020 Dallas Cowboys season has gone on but it's early on we'll find out a lot of information between now and then that will obviously formulate all of our thoughts and we'll keep you covered of course at bloggingtheboys.com and right here on the blog of the boys podcast network make sure you subscribe you get access to two episodes every single day including two episodes on saturday cowboys oi with Mauricio rodriguez an entirely spanish spoken show and late saturday night early sunday morning a new show that we launched last week the pregame which is of course a pregame show that we do here on btb but uh let's talk about where the cowboys roster is at as the new game week begins uh, you know, this is Wednesday, so it should be noted that this is the day that NFL Network's Jane Slater reported that Lyle Collins, who was obviously going to be the Cowboys starting right tackle this season, is scheduled to undergo hip surgery. And this is something that Jerry Jones effectively confirmed on 105.3 The Fan on Tuesday, but it was a subject that Mike McCarthy danced around during his press conference on Monday afternoon. But that means, obviously, that Lyle Collins won't play this year, which means that Dak Prescott will never have the offensive line that we all projected him to have when we put together our 50 
53-man rosters and all sorts of stuff like that way back before the season started. But so that's scheduled to happen today, again, according to NFL Network's Jane Slater. Now, it was reported on Tuesday morning by ESPN's Todd Archer that Joe Looney, who's obviously been starting at center for the Dallas Cowboys, has a sprained MCL and could miss two to three weeks. Now, this isn't, I don't think, a situation that causes as much panic as the Lyle Collins situation has, mostly because of the Terrence Steele situation and whatnot, uh, because the Cowboys have a fourth-round rookie in Tyler Biotish, who is seemingly capable of playing center for them. We've actually seen him play center in two different games against the Seattle Seahawks. He came in when the Cowboys moved Zach Martin out to right tackle and shifted Joe Looney over to right guard. Obviously, that necessitated somebody at center, and that was the aforementioned Biotish, but it was literally the first play of the game against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday that Joe Looney got hurt. So Tyler Biotish has really already played just about an entire NFL game. Um, so I feel fairly fine about this, uh, but we certainly hope the best for Joe Looney that he gets healthy sooner rather than later. Although a lot of people, I think the hope is with no disrespect to Joe Looney, that Tyler Biotish never surrenders this job because, you know, he seems like the future at the position. So uh, Joe Looney seemingly going to be out two to three weeks, obviously a candidate for injured reserve because of the way IR works here in 2020. You only have to be on there three weeks before you're eligible to return. Anthony Brown is eligible to return from injured reserve. Dallas Cowboys cornerback Anthony Brown, who signed a contract with the team over the offseason. That feels like forever ago. But, you know, a lot of people are thinking that Anthony Brown could be coming back to the Cowboys this week against the Giants, and it kind of seems that way if you want to connect some dots. It was announced on Tuesday by the Cowboys, according to DallasCowboys.com. We also wrote about this for you at BlogOnTheBoys.com. The Dallas Cowboys made a spot, seemingly for Anthony Brown, again, by releasing veteran cornerback Brandon Carr, who has been with the Cowboys for the last four games after playing with the Baltimore Ravens for the last three years, before that obviously playing for five seasons with America's team. The Cowboys didn't just let go of Brandon Carr. They also released offensive tackle Alex Light, which gave them two roster spots. Again, it makes sense that one of them would belong to Anthony Brown here shortly, but the Cowboys also signed offensive tackle Greg Sinat. So the Cowboys will not have Lyle Collins throughout the rest of the season. Uh, you know, if you're if you're being hopeful, obviously Tyron Smith's playing left tackle and maybe Brandon Knight's playing right tackle. That again is the hope. Uh, although what happened against Cleveland, you know, whatever. But either way, uh, but the Cowboys need some tackle beyond that because after that Terrence Steele is your next go-to guy and we have seen that through really no fault of Terrence Steele it is not necessarily the best idea to have that be the case it also is worth mentioning by the way that William Sweet was signed to the Cowboys practice squad another offensive tackle so they have a handful of tackles to be able to um do some stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really where they're at. This has been a damning week for the Cowboys defense. Uh, I saw a tweet uh, on Monday morning from friend of the show, DallasCowboys.com's Dave Hellman, that this was the kind of week where a lot of statistics would come out, you know, kind of highlighting how bad the Cowboys defense has been. I saw the Athletic and the Tickets, Bob Sturm, obviously the great Bob Sturm, friend of the show as well, uh, noted that the Cowboys offense has taken seven snaps with the lead, the lowest throughout the entire NFL. And morale is low, man. I, I mean, we talked about this on Tuesday's episode. It, I, I like to think that I have a fairly, you know, legitimate sort of sense of what Cowboys fans are feeling. That's, you know, sort of our job at Blogging the Boys. And I don't know the last time that people were pissed like this. I mean, and, and I think it's worth mentioning. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, pull one over your eyes. I promise you. Um, but it's it's hard to bury this team. And and I think that's – I'm choosing to be optimistic, to be frank with you. Um, I, I wrote about this. Uh, it came out on Tuesday afternoon. The Cowboys have 12 games left. All right. And first of all, that's a lot of time to put us through this ringer. But they have 12 games left, and half of them 
are against the sorriest division in the NFL. And so, I mean, that look look if you if you want to experience a fun fall in terms of Cowboys football and then winning some games and getting to the playoffs and and whatnot. That is still well on the table. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, if if you assume they win four of those games, I mean, that, that gives them five wins on the season, obviously. I mean, I think they could beat the Vikings. I think they could beat the Bengals. I mean, you know, I think you can get to nine wins or so, and, and I think that's going to be enough to win the NFC East because, again – it is the NFC East. But uh, once again, today is Wednesday, which means information will start to come out as it relates to Cowboys Giants on Sunday afternoon again on CBS. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have you covered, of course, at bloggingtheboys.com here on the podcast network later today, a new episode of Talking the Star. So get ready for that. I'm RJ Ochoa. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa. Let's have a happy hump day, right? And, and in fact, while we're talking about that, you do me a favor and you have the absolute best Wednesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.